0: Today, we're talking about meaningful connections and women who may have lost themselves along the way and how to find themselves again, too. Right. (laughs) We're speaking with We have a solution. We have a solution. We just don't give you problems. We do have, we are solution minded. I am speaking, we are speaking with Brenda Billings Ridgely, who is a midlife woman's life coach, an author, a speaker, and I love this part. The Girlfriend Guru. So cool. Right. Yeah. This is a fun conversation. Really fun. And here, I I got the book. I got yeah. her book, The Girlfriend Tribe. I love the artwork and the I name, love it. The Girlfriend the Tribe. I, yeah. It's very intriguing to me. How to Create Empowering Friendship Circles by Brenda Billings Ridgely. It's kind of, I think of it as like a blueprint. Um, How to find, nurture, build, and strengthen your friendships. Yeah. And there are a
1: couple episodes that we could uh that really complement yeah if you like this Brenda yeah what was so, that season six episode seven
0: yes what are friends for what are friends four and then season five episode two I don't know season yeah. five episode two I think um the secrets to successful aging Shh. Yeah. it's a secret so those are also two episodes that yeah. if you like this topic dig yeah. into those as well uh I I don't know, did you, were there any nuggets that you got from the interview, Linda? Well,
1: I love, because I've been thinking about this lately, Brenda talks in our interview with her about the value of friendships to seeing yourself through your friend's eyes and have them reflect back to you who you are. And it's that whole idea that I've been thinking about of rekindling friendships from high school and grade school. And, you know, wouldn't it be interesting to go back and develop a really close relationship with those ladies and see yourself again through their eyes. I think it's
0: a great idea. And I want you to report back on how that goes. I will. I think that could be a fascinating life project. Seriously. Yeah, I really definitely. do. Definitely. You know, she's. I also before we close, uh, she said something about the universe. Okay, f- just think for a moment. Maybe you're looking for your tribe. You're looking for friends and community. She said the universe is putting people in our path all the time, but we may miss it because we're we're on our phones or we're just in our in our heads. So look yeah. up. They're there for us to find and to meet and create our tribe with. Yes, oh, right.
1: Yeah. That was wonderful reminder.
0: I loved that. Us. So before you go, um, make sure that listening, if you're listening, please give us a review. We would love a review on Spotify or Apple. That would be awesome.
1: Awesome. And also, um, before we get started with this wonderful discussion with Brenda, I wanted to tell you about my ebook that is now on Amazon Kindle. It is. It is. And it's getting great response from all the people who want to understand the right way to clean out their closet, find the gems, and sell them for extra cash. Oh, and, and- things like they're telling me it's easy to read. It's easy to follow because, you know, my background was as a trainer. So I try, right. you know, how to teach. Know, make it super <laughs> easy and fun to read. Um, but it's really written from that professional stylist standpoint, because we organize closets for a living. So get that book and you're going to thank me for helping you clear out all the clutter in your closet and also fattening up your bank account. You would be amazed how many gems we all have in our closets that we can turn into cash. That's very so cool. go to closet. Amazon and search for the book. It's called Turn Your Closet Into Cash. Oh, great
0: name. I bet you could also put the link in the show notes, right? Oh, there you go. we Will do. But if you don't want to take your time, go to the show notes, just go right to Amazon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go to Amazon where
0: we all live anyway. That's right. All yeah. right. Well let's let's get into it and talk with Brenda. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa.
1: And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy.
0: Hi, Brenda. I am so glad that you could join us today. This is going to be fun. What really grabbed me on your website is you said something about, uh, and I kind of think of you now after being reading your book here for a while. Um the queen of connection and creating community i love that
2: well That's- lisa linda thank you so much for having me on your show i've been very much looking forward to it and you know creating community it with women is all, is absolutely what I am most passionate about, and I don't know if I make myself the queen yet. So, <laughs> so may- maybe now that you've said it, I could use it, reuse that. I like it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I
0: give you permission.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Yes, you know, in our disconnected society, uh, we have allowed ourselves to just really separate ourselves from the people who. Uh, mirror back to us who we are and we kind of in that process lose you know where we fit in who where we belong and and we lose our identity and our friendships and our girl tribes out there are are really really foundational in that and we need to I'm so I'm super um, excited about just spreading the message of connection
1: definitely you know and some friends and I were talking the other night Brenda about the homeless issue, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a complete correlation, but honestly, we came up with the fact that possibly we have a lot of homeless people because people move away Mm -hmm. from where they grew up, where their tribe was. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that could be one of the problems. Um, We move away now. I was raised in Michigan. I don't live in Michigan anymore, nor have I for fifty years. So, do you think? I mean, is that one of the causes of this loss
2: of? Well, th- th- that certainly could contribute. I had not thought of that either, but that it, you are absolutely right, Linda. It's we, we are separating ourselves from our our family tribes, our yeah. community tribes, and and starting anew. But also, I think even maybe more so is that we don't see ourselves as connected as a race and human, you know, being human. Uh, we've, we feel we, you know, we are connected, right? We are energetically connected.
1: And when we forget that,
2: that's when we start, you know, yeah. feeling bad.
1: Yeah, I think very much so. And women, I always feel are the, we're naturally a community oriented species. Oh, very much. You know, right? Yes. We are. Very the, much. The people that really do lead that um, versus men. I mean, there's only two voices uh, right. here, but don't you think women are better at it? But I think what you're saying is maybe we've even lost that natural ability. Right.
2: When we see when we see ourselves as separate from each other, uh, it, things just start going the wrong direction. And when we remember that we are all in this together, we were not created to go it alone. We don't need to do everything alone. We're not in the silo. We are, uh, we are connected and this, and
0: really we're experiencing the same things just separately, but why? Why? Good question. Why is the, it's like, the important thing is to ask the right questions, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> a, right. You know, you also said something, Brenda, about we we let ourselves go and Mm. my brain immediately went to what you quickly correct um the type of letting ourselves go where we stop caring about how we present ourselves in the world which is what my work in the world is right is to help women present themselves really feeling confident and empowered um how to feel better about themselves that way but you're saying no not that's not what you're speaking of. Not that that doesn't happen, but that's not what you're yeah. speaking of. You're speaking right. of letting ourselves go. We allow our, and I'm quoting you here, we allow our preferences, interests, and individuality to slip away outside of our roles as mothers and wives and professionals. Maybe I'm paraphrasing, not quoting exactly, but, but in other words, we forget all the things that we love about ourselves and who we are because we get so busy in our roles
1: Right, And then
0: one day we wake up and typically it's when kids move out of the house or when a divorce happens or when some big change happens. Am I, am I right? Am I on the right track?
2: Right. Or maybe our parents
0: move in. Right. Or some big change happens and we have to remember, we get, we get the opportunity now to remember who we were and our tribes, our girlfriend tribes help us with that. Is that Right. Hmm. absolutely yet yeah. over time we just slowly replace our stuff with
2: other people's stuff right our you husbands know,
0: our, our kids our our, yeah
2: so instead of going out for coffee and lunches with our friends we're doing play dates with uh, you know uh, with the kids and, which were great <laughs> which were great <laughs> and, and but, we could build right. we built friendships right. around those we, right we
0: did we did right and you cover that in your book you know yes. lady in the tribe you do talk about different types of friendships and that's one of them.
2: Right, I think it's important to to recognize uh, the different kinds of friendship because, you know, it's not a uh, contest to how many friends you can have. How many friends do you have? I mean, we all have hundreds or thousands of friends, really. If you can cont- acquaintances, you, have, you know, acquaintances, right? I call those acquaintances. But, right, but friendships, you know, right. require that action, re- require movement, that require you to make them a priority and build it.
1: Yeah. Do you think it's um, generational? Um, And in other words, by generational, I mean, as we as women move through each decade, you know, whether whether we're raising children or um, getting our careers going. And then when that when we're heading toward retirement, um, there's different friendships that Really nurture us along the way. Do you think that we can carry one, one or two friendships the whole distance? But most of the time, we're kind of inserting new types mm-hmm. of friendships.
2: Yeah, I think very much true that that poem of yeah, the seasons of friendship is really very accurate. Yes, yes, where and some of your friendships are going to go way back, and it's and it's so powerful to have a few, one or two friends like that that know who you used to be. Yeah. You know, can remind you of of that those things that you used to love to do. The you history. Go, oh, we should do that again, that yes. history, right? But along your life, you're gonna pick up new friendships throughout and create that tribe of support of those five yeah. or six plus people that are your go-to uh foundational people.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, I have a friend who I've known since early college days and Recently she reminded me of something I had forgotten about myself. And maybe this will bring up things for everyone else who's listening. You know, she said, Lisa, when we were in our, you know, not even our twenties yet, or early twenties, nineteen twenties, she said, not the nineteen twenties. Just <laughs> I let's clarify. that. I can't you yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> I always thought I could be a flapper. But anyways, yeah. um, She said, you always dreamed of that bi-coastal lifestyle. And she said, now look at you. You've got one, your son lives in New York and your daughter lives in LA and you're constantly going from coast to coast. And I was like, oh, you're absolutely right. You manifested it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) And it was neat. It was wonderful because she remembered that young woman that I was that had that dream. It was very, very, um, it was very touching. And I loved that moment.
2: Did you get the goosebumps when that Oh, happened? I did. I just did. Yeah, I got it yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: was thinking also, Brenda, you know, and your book refers to this too. I think for me, especially, I just moved out of a state that I lived in for 40 years and have very close relationships there in California. But now I live in New Mexico. So that it's been four years and two of them were pandemic mm. years. So it's been really it's been challenging. I do, I am forming a tribe. I you know, slowly but surely I'm trying to give myself a break here. But it it's so important when we move, we relocate, do you have some tips for me and other women who are moving or have recently moved? I okay. sure do. I
2: have heard from a lot of women in that in your same situation Linda that have uprooted where they were had this solid foundation and uh, knew who they were who their people were and they move across country and those people are still there and they're still your people yeah i would i begin to call them my soul sisters because the the distance cannot separate our connection at all uh but the tribe does need to be proximal so if when you want to start a new tribe in your area yeah. You know, first of all, you have to get out of the house. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh really? Okay. Yeah, really. Oh, we do really. <laughs> right. You got to kind of re- reprioritize. Maybe stop with uh, binge watching The Crown or whatever. <laughs> darn. <laughs> and I know, darn. And you know, find some some uh, something you're interested in in your community. Maybe it's yoga or an art class that, you know, you used to love to draw or paint or do ceramics or whatever. You used to love these things, you know, back before kids and marriage and all this stuff. Yeah. Find, find some of those things that you love, explore those interests. Yeah. And, and you're going to, you're going to come across other women that have that same interest. And it's a, you know, it's a really easy way to start a conversation because you already have something in common. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing: explore those interests and get out of the house. And another thing is, you know, we kind of walk around with our phones in our hand and our head down all the time. Yeah. When when we're waiting in line and you know doing all kinds of things, and guess what? The universe is bringing having you cross paths with people for a reason. Is an excellent point. And when you are buried like this, yeah, then you miss it. So yes. put those devices away, walk, greet people, with, look them in the eye, say hello, and maybe even if you get a, a start a conversation, because you know, like I said, the universe brought, are are making you pass probably the same people on a regular basis. And it's not a, a coincidence. It's yeah, serendipity, right? right? And, and one more, I'll just throw out there. If you are starting to connect pe- with people online that are in your community, it's not weird to reach out and say, let's have coffee. Right. 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 It it does feel that way because your relationship has been limited to social media so far, but guess what? They probably are really looking for that interaction too. And they're afraid. So be the hero,
0: right? The worst thing that can happen is they say no. Right. Not that big of a risk. And not your people then. Exactly. Exactly. I do have a question for you. You talk a lot in the book so far about Um, three is a tribe the emphasis on more than just two so Mm -hmm. in my experience you get three women together and at some point there is going to be some kind of an issue (laughs) Whoops! really okay (laughs) yeah I don't know about you two but I have experienced that multiple times and I find myself avoiding threes and have sets of Uh twos all over the place
2: (laughs) Well, okay, so you're actually doing it right, Lisa. You're doing it right. It, so he, let me just, you know, clarify what I mean by three. Okay, it's not so much a. We're, this not is not a. A, I'm, a tribe is not a clique. It's not a, a group of women who go bar hopping or shopping and or whatever. It, I mean, sometimes it, you do those things. Sure, but but really, your tribe, they all have their own tribes. Each of okay. your tribe members has their own tribe right there may there may be crossover and right. but the point of having more than one b f f is that that's a lot of pressure for one person to be everything for what everybody does like when I speak to women who say, "Oh, my husband is my best friend," and I think, oh well, mm-hmm. that is lovely and so important, but it's not enough and', that's and too and much pressure not nope. the same and it's not the same it, it uh, is yes, right, yes. So anyway, but, but yes, you do need to manage those, you know, triads and beyond, but it's just really, you, it, I think if you go about it with, uh, being open and honest and even setting up upfront expectations and, and saying, Hey, you two, you know, also that you, if you want them to, to have a friendship too, you've got to step back and say, if I'm not in that Facebook picture with them having lunch, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt.
0: Right. It's a fine <laughs> so- line for us women. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it can Ooh. be,
1: it can be. So you're saying d- there, uh, some women may get a little possessive of your time.
2: Well, I don't know. Haven't you ever felt it when you've seen something happening and you didn't know about it and you Absolutely. weren't invited?
0: Yeah, yeah. I felt so- it when I
2: joined on the, the Zoom call here and the two of you are already there. <laughs> That's true, Lisa. <laughs> so we, we have to kind of just say, what is it we want? We want our, our girlfriends to be, you know, if we want the, the a close knit pack of women of sorts that all run and do things together. We need to respect that each of these, a tribe is women is built on individual one-on-one relationships. It's my relationship with you, Lisa, and my relationship with you, Linda, and then our relationship together. And then you two have a relationship. And if we have that respect for each other, that we are not exclusively going to do things only together you know it's we, we're grown-ups right now supposedly we do, we, we do fall back into those feelings and we just everyone have to has, check ourselves
0: as everyone has an inner three-year-old the difference is as hopefully emotionally grounded adults we can check ourselves as you just said i notice <laughs> right. i'm feeling this way about my other friends what yeah. is that about why am yeah. i and yeah, processing yeah, yeah. through that noticing observing and then letting it go right yeah. right I agree. How often
1: do you think we should physically get together with our friends? That's always like an issue for me Mm -hmm. still working and being a busy career woman. Uh, And I know that a lot of my girlfriends here in New Mexico are the same. So it's hard to Mm -hmm. arrange those, you know, one-on-ones or, you know, get together in a group type. Right.
0: Hi, Lisa here. In case you didn't know, I also own Simple Beauty Minerals, and I bet we have something in common. Dark spots, lines and wrinkles, under eye circles, skin redness, loss of lashes and brows. I know, right? But don't despair. With the right clean beauty formulas, habits and makeup techniques, those issues can be a thing of the past. At Simple Beauty Minerals, I empower you to look and feel your best, so you feel comfortable and enjoy all that life has to offer. Just message me here via the podcast or reach out to me at simplebeautyminerals.com or Instagram or Facebook at Simple Beauty Minerals. I'm here for you.
2: Well, I really, really, my goal is at least to have a one-on-one something with each of my tribe once a month. And then I also like to schedule a group thing which we do a a monthly get together called women who wine or friday afternoon club or something like that where it's not like everybody has to come but it's kind of a standing date on the calendar where you can count on it and there's no pressure but it's a great time to reconnect and visit and catch up uh so i that's kind of the goal for me with you know my tribe of about i've got five girlfriends i try to see them at least once once a month, try you know, I, I host a monthly gathering to, to try to bring us all together or bring all my tr- tribe and kindred clan together. And then on top of that, you're going to do the drip sy- system of social media, phone calls. I love uh, the drip you know, system. The,
0: yeah, phone it's calls are word. super important. Good marketing term. That's pretty good. like it. It's fitting. And
1: um, one last question for me, um, you talk about loneliness. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot in women over 50 who may mm-hmm. have lost their spouse. They may have moved. Um, like their kids are, you know, live somewhere else. The loneliness factor, I think affects us emotionally and physically and spiritually. What can, you know, what can you recommend for those women?
2: Well, first of all, we have to recognize what it is we're feeling. And that's what, why I like to point out the loneliness, because it's really hard to understand when we're surrounded by people 24 seven, really in this world, how we can feel lonely, but it's because we don't ha- have those connections and, and we don't feel like people really get us or know us anymore. Okay. So, uh, you know, f- especially for, you know, 50 plus women and and women who have children with that have started their own families and all that. I think, you know, it's a tendency to kind of cling to that family and, you know, for, for that where, where I, we, we obviously want to keep those relationships growing and being a, a presence and take every opportunity to be a part of that new family, but also to create our own, new circle, family, tribe of support, those relationships that are really going to show us who we are and keep, keep us strong and in where we belong. And we we have, and it's going to also shows our, our families, our younger families, like how to do it right. You know,
1: look at grandma go. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a really good. (laughs) I want someone to
0: say that about me in the Yeah, future. yeah, yeah. Yes. Re- they do. <laughs> at- yes, watch her go. <laughs> yeah. Go grandma go. <laughs> I want to hear those words. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying your book, Lady in the Tribe. How to create empowering friendship circles. Um again, I'm halfway through. I read a little bit every day. Um and I think I think it would be hard for women to read it who are feeling that lonely. I think it would be mm inspiring, and help them, you know, get going. (laughs) Right. Um, But I think, if you are feeling these things, it would be a little bit, a little bit hard to read, but I think it would be the push that would, that is needed. I do think that. Um, How did you, one last question from me, and that is, you wrote this book, you have a coaching program, Mm -hmm. you have an entire uh, career set up around tribe. Is that correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. So and this happened because you evolved, you one day realized, oh, I've lost I've let myself go. Yep. Okay. So walk us through just briefly how you went from there to here.
2: Right. Yeah. I found myself when my children were in high school completely lost. I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning anymore. It wasn't because I wasn't busy, cause I was. I was overcommitted and the the calendar was running here and there for every, everything, my business, my, yeah. my, my kids, my family. Um, and I didn't know what was wrong. I mean, I was literally asking the universe on a daily basis. Why show me the way I don't know what's wrong. Why do I feel this way? My life looks great. Look, I've got it all right. Why do I feel empty? Okay. And it it came, I it came to the point where I'd realized one day that I was kind of, Grasping on to every moment that was because all these lasts were starting to happen. And I was freaking out and I thought, man, I've got to, you know, I've got to flip the switch here. And I was visiting with a friend who was an empty nester. And I really looked at her and asked her just one day, Are you really okay? I mean, I, I'm feeling like I'm losing my stuff right now. And I, don't, and I don't know what's going to happen. She goes, are you kidding? Am I okay? I am great. I am free. I get to do what I want, when I want, and I'm traveling, and I'm doing this. And, I'm da, da, da. and I kind of just got this breath of life back into me, and I started to flip the switch, and, and I put together a get-to list, Okay. and it, and it was things I was going to get to do once the kids went to college.
1: That's beautiful.
2: Thing, things I wasn't hadn't been, I hadn't given myself, I'd let go of over the years. And a big part of that was relationships and women who really knew me. I everything had become superficial. I still had friends from you know back in the day, but it I didn't know their life. They didn't know mine other than what we put on Facebook and right. Instagram. Right. And and I made a concerted effort to reach back out and oh. have those kind of uncomfortable let's have coffee it's been too long and reconnect and, and figure out who who i wanted to build deep with and it didn't happen overnight, but it's, but yeah. i you know some of the older relationships i got back up to speed pretty quickly i found some newer friendships that i really just invested in and made a decision mm-hmm. and put daily active weekly activity into you know you can't just you know, let all the, the, these relationships go and expect to stay where you are. So it took some, some work. So that's really that. And all the research I did on loneliness and, and uh, all the research, the work I did on myself is what I love to do with women now, as far as women who just don't know where to start, you know, they just don't recognize where they are and want to move forward and, and not take two, three years, like it did for me. They want to, Get through that and get on and and, be, and get it towards happiness and joy again.
0: Because it, it, it can be overwhelming. So I would say that for the for those of us listening who don't have a friend like you did, <laughs> your book, Lady in the Tribe, and your coaching mm-hmm. program and your blog, everything you've pulled together is that friend.
2: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right? Who will get you going.
2: Right. Right. And I love to work with women who kind of are, have been um, jaded on friendship.
0: I know. Maybe th- maybe I they that. shared
2: too much at some point, and they it backfired, and they don't. They felt betrayed, and that happened. That's happened to all of to us. It happens to everyone, ladies. If it's happened to you, you're not alone. No. And but yeah, you, it's okay to feel that hurt. It hurts, but right. it's not okay to exist there and say, "I'm not going to have any girlfriends anymore." Oh, I, I only re- hang out with guys because I can't trust them. Right? Because it doesn't <laughs> uh- go.
0: It doesn't go as deep.
2: It, it does. Well, yes, exactly. They don't go as Typically. deep. Typically. So, Typically. So I, I love to help women figure out a strategy to set up front, you know, how, what to expect from each other and ground rules. And, and this is, you know, I, and being able to get to the point where you say, I love you to, to yes. your girlfriends, you know, and really mean it and, and, and for them to not ever, ever consider betraying you. Right.
0: right, Wow. It, it takes some guts. I love that. Beautiful. So before we go, tell everyone where they can find you. Tell all our listeners.
2: Absolutely. So uh, brendaridgley.com. You can find all about my retreats and coaching and, and blog and all those great things. That's a great place to start. Uh, I do have a, a retreat twice a year called the Whole You Retreat. It happens in the spring and in the fall. The next one's going to be in November. And it's in Bre- beautiful Breckenridge, Colorado. We've got p- women coming from all over the country to come and dive in. It's a, it's a, it's a wow. small group of 15 women uh, that we invite. Uh, that's a great place to start. And I'm, and I'm actually writing my next book called And She Lived. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, the subtitles
0: Ignite Your Life's Purpose and Save the World. Oh, yes. Fantastic. I'm that's looking beautiful. forward to that. And it's, <laughs> it's brendaridgeley.com. R i d g l e y. We will also put that in the show notes for everyone. But That's I know, correct.
1: Lisa, we can't let her go without giving us her favorite beauty and style tip.
0: That's right. Or oh, anything I've, you want to share?
2: Anything. I would. I would love to. I actually shared this with women at our last retreat, and um, so a few years back, and this is was all part of my transition into stepping into new, you know, finding myself again. I was invited to participate in the Mrs. Colorado America pageant, which was wow. crazy, crazy. <laughs> uh, and I said, heck no, first. I mean, absolutely. I'm not a pageant girl. But eventually I said yes, because I was kind of just like, well, I, why not? Right. I mean, Check I, it I, out. I, I, like the, the world needs a little more bling right now. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, m- my tip is this was life changing for me. not the pageant, but, but I got a stylist to do my hair and makeup bam, yes, like i'd never done before and i was like what who is this and where has she been all my life all my life (laughs) right so for someone to a a professional to actually show you what to do and put it on you know and and show you things different than you've been doing them for a while i mean wow i'd walk into her room after that people like wow Look amazing, and that's all I changed at that point.
0: (laughs) And how did it make you feel? How did you um, feel?
2: Wonderful, wonderful. I mean, it's just you. I I felt beautiful for the first time in a long time. Oh, did you
0: feel like you could just take on the world? Yes, and I have. There, yes, you have. You have. Well, that is what Lisa
1: and I do. That is what drives us. Yes, we love giving women Mm -hmm. that confident feeling and feeling beautiful inside and out. I highly recommend it. Yeah.
0: I really look forward to your next book. And it was fun to have you here today. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed it, Brenda. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. And here we are for our beauty and style tip of the week. So I'm going to start off, Linda, okay? Okay. Okay, I've got a good beauty tip. If your eyes are hooded or they're starting to droop, when you apply your eyeliner... Leave space where the upper and um, lower eyeliner meet, you know, in other words, don't bring them together, leave a little space, and that gives your eyes lift, and of course, space, it's just a little trick so play with that simple eyeliner trick.
1: So make the lines a little bit shorter. Don't take them all the way to the point. The end. Right. Don't take point. them
0: all the way to the point where they're close. You make them. You just leave a little bit of space there. So play with different ways to do that. Uh, and I that you just gave me an idea. I'm going to be going on Instagram and creating some thank you quick little video visuals. tutorials for, for different <laughs> options on how to do that. So there That'd you go. That's great. my quick beauty tip for the day.
1: Thanks, Lisa. And uh, my uh, style tip is because. We in the Northern Hemisphere, we're looking toward winter weather, and I want to talk about your winter outerwear, um, and outerwear is a great opportunity to show off your personal style, and because there's so many different colors and styles to choose from now. I'm talking about coats and vests, and scarves, things that you're going to wear to cover up and stay warm, but it's a way to look fabulous and not frumpy. So I have a question for you, Lisa. Um, How do you choose the best coat for you? Do you like to have multiple coats for various occasions or just one very practical coat that fulfills all your occasions?
0: I do not have such a thing as one coat that fulfills all my occasions. So I have a coat closet by the front door and I have a, um, I seasonally, I have the seasonal coats in there and I go by outfit. And of course, so outfit and, and temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I I have to go through that funnel. So I I, mean, my
1: joy would be to find that one coat that fulfills all occasions. That's not going to happen. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't either. But anyway, so we don't necessarily have to run out and buy a new coat this season to look stylish because...
0: Coats last for years. The trends
1: are still a maxi coat. So if you bought a long wool coat last year or a long uh, all-purpose puffer coat... Mm -hmm. They're well, still good, aren't they? Really in last year. They're there really was... good. Wonderful. A quick
0: aside. Did you know that at airports, they're making you take off your puffers now because everyone's wearing puffers and they hide things really well. So everyone has to take off their puffers going through security. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> I digress. Well, Go ahead. Weather,
1: can you imagine it going <laughs> through the, the x-ray machine and right? they have to kind of bang <laughs> you can't it down? You know? <laughs> I, can't, okay. I could see them getting stuck in there. <laughs> But, you know, winter 2024 is really going to see some of our timeless coats like a pea coat or a faux fur or your fluffy trimmed biker jacket from last year. Those were really in. But capes, ponchos and blanket coats are still in.
0: That's good to know. And
1: they're really, you know, they're all beautiful. And of course, there's always a timeless trench coat. I absolutely right. love that. Look for one in a bold color or a pattern with modern details like metal hardware or beautiful warm lined fabrics lining that'll keep you a lot warmer so winter is coming whichever coat you wear this winter make sure it expresses your personal style and keeps you stylishly warm That sounds great
0: Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review, and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.